Hey, Dare to Hear listeners, this is just a little uh, pre-recorded message for you uh, before we get into the actual podcast with Rob Kasha today. Um, I actually recorded Rob for a two-part episode earlier this month, about four weeks ago, and we had some issues. It disappeared. It didn't record. It didn't save. We couldn't find it anywhere. And so we had rescheduled for today to actually re-record those episodes. However, in light of everything that's going on with the coronavirus, uh, Rob was not able to be at home because all of his children are at home and he couldn't have a quiet room in the house. So we had to actually record from his car as he sat outside one of his favorite coffee shops using the Wi-Fi. So there are moments when um, in the video, if you're watching on YouTube, that he freezes, but the audio keeps going. And then there's a couple times when the audio cuts out. But it is a really powerful episode that I would love for you to just hang with us, hang tight, and stay all the way to the end. Because we begin to talk about how we need to be filled with the awe and wonder of God and not allow fear any space. And in fact, this was what the original episode was about. And Rob was actually scheduled to go live with his podcast with me today and next week. So I'm going to come up with something for next week, but this episode is so powerful in light of everything that we're facing. I really wanted to get it out there. And then I just really want to encourage you to, to find Rob on social media and his website. He gives those links and they'll be in the show notes as well. So thank you. Bear with us. I promise you it'll be worth it. And uh, I look forward to uh, joining you next week on another episode. I have called you Dedicare. Hello, I'm Debbie Kitterman, and welcome to this episode of Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. Well, today I'm delighted to interview Rob Kasha. He's a writer, speaker, church pioneer, a cancer beater, and he and his amazing wife, Angie, and their family have ministered for over 25 years and spoken around the globe. Their passion is to equip and encourage people to be all that God has created and redeemed them for. They currently resort in Northern California. It's a beautiful place to write devotionals with Jesus. Rob is available for speaking engagements and periodically and for coffee anytime. And in fact, Rob, you're sitting outside your favorite coffee shop right now, aren't you? Uh, I am. One of them, yes. I yes. have a whole <laughs> map of them, yes. Yes. Well, welcome and thank you for coming on Dare to Hear the Podcast. It's my absolute honor. Well, Thank I want to so tell much. people that we actually had recorded this episode earlier um, because I'm all about authenticity and being, you know, real. And so there was an error on my end. So we're doing a redo. That's why you're in your car and not in your office at home, because, <laughs> you know, with uh, the current state of our affairs right now, um, the kids are out of school. <laughs> And your house. Um, so I want to talk about your book, um, Wonderful. And um, I love this. Actually, um, my friend gave this to me um, as a Christmas gift. And it just it just came out, didn't it, at the end of last year? Like November? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was so it's a devotional book. I really love it. But one of the things, so with, the, um, can you talk to me just a little bit about the title? I know I don't, I think I even prompt you for that question, but um, why wonderful? And then I have a question for you to kind of kick us off in a minute. Okay. Um, the subject of, of wonder is, it seems like a, such a minor thing uh, in faith, but um, when I went through cancer and things, it was, it was, 
I, I think God took me through that was part of wisdom and love and grace. It was surrendering my fear to something much bigger. We, we, you know, I knew him as a concept. I know him and systems and religion and all that. But um, when all that isn't enough for what you're going through, uh, he taught me, like brought me back to even being a, a kid because we are, as children, we, we know wonder like normally. It's, it's who we are. We imagine, we dream, and we see things. We, we play and we have fun. That's not supposed to stop, really. Um, that kind of gets us through times like this with all that craziness that's going on right now. Um, I, I have to have a bigger picture of what's going on or else all I'm going to see is what I'm missing, what's, what, I, what I could lose, uh, what awful things might happen. And so I, I was actually in the shower and think about the title of what he wanted me to do for this one. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I saw in my head. It was he wanted wonder to be full. And it, it was a, an invitation from him. It was a, a blessing and a, and a grace and a, an inheritance to say, it, you know, because we've always said, you know, God is wonderful. Of course he is. But to say this, that I, I want to be full of wonder so much so that fear can't get in there, um, bitterness, whatever. Um, you know, there's a lot of fear out there right now. Yeah. Um, I, I just purposely went to the supermarket and uh, just to kind of try and leave a trail of the opposite. Yeah. And just, to, you know, there's all the employees are exhausted. I was just here in the coffee shop and, you know, there's nobody else there. And I said, you guys are doing a fantastic job. And you guys are amazing at this and so good at this. You're always this. Gave them a big tip. And uh, just, to, just to bless them because it, our, our, our focus has to shift to something better and greater because yeah. this is going to pass. Um, and uh, uh, it, in the meantime, the way we get through this is taking a breath and saying, okay, God, how do you see all this? And how do you see me? And how do you want me to see you? Yeah, absolutely. So, that, that is yeah. so good. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy out there. It's cray cray out there right now, just with everything that, that things are changing um, by the minute. And fear is such rampant right now in everything that's going on um, because of the coronavirus and stuff. And my first question that I wanted to ask you about was that you said, um, in the in the book as I was reading, you said, God said to you, your awe of me needs to be bigger than your fear of anything else. And I think what an appropriate um, timed message for really what we're facing, not just as a nation, but um, around the globe with this spirit of fear that every church I preached on Sunday, every church in, in um, this nation probably preached against fear. Um, but I really, I, I really talk to us about that because our awe of God needs to be greater than our fear of anything else. So talk to me about that. That's exactly uh, what the book title is. Uh, it, it is that wonder, that awe. You know, uh, um, Proverbs and other places um, say the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God, or the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Um, and I, I know the words there, phobos um, in Greek and, and, and in Hebrew and things, it, and it, it does mean fear, but it is it's such a bigger concept. It's it's about an awe. It is, a, it, it is not a terror of... Oh, he's going to come and destroy me. He's, you know, he didn't. He didn't release this world, this this virus. Um, this world is messed up. 
it and get stuff. There's people who mess around with bugs and stuff too, and who knows who knows what. Uh, and to know like, um, okay, I don't have to default to this end of the world dystopian kind of mindset. I don't have to default to um, my survival instincts. What I can default to is an awe of say, okay, God, you are bigger than this. I know this is a serious thing. This is something I need to to, to deal with, but I need to sort through all the all the panic and all the that the enemy is trying to do here. And in the awe of him, knowing that he's the one who created everything, he he made me. When I went through cancer, it was that awe of saying, you made me, you know me. My life is in your hands, no matter what happens here. I love you I, because I know you love me. Mm-hmm. And even that, just that awe of love, I could, you could spend seven lifetimes just scratching the surface of how much he loves you. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not an exaggeration. Right. Um, that's what started to come to me as, you know, getting 625 hours of chemo pumped into you uh, is just uh, his love over you. And it's almost like saying, uh, I'm getting poison pumped into me to kill this thing. But I was at the same time saying, God, I really love and I want that push all this stuff. And so this, you know, we want, we want this to go away. We want it to be done already and gone and get back to normal. But there isn't really a normal. Uh, you know, this, this world is what it is. And uh, the, the normal is actually who we are in heaven. It's how we're known there. And you get to be that here. Uh, it's, it's not that we have to walk around in fear. We get to have life and joy and in the most amazing circumstances and the most amazing ways here and I'm, I'm talking to myself um i just went to the grocery store just to uh you know kind of like i said just to kind of release something but they were they were stocking the shelves full of tp there's there's no shortage we're okay we really are okay it's going to be all right this is an opportunity for us to take that awe we have of god and then release that bless people. This is this is an amazing couple of weeks right now we have to bless other people. As you were just saying, you were you're helping out a friend going shopping for her, uh, because the, uh, you know a little older. I won't include myself in that uh, population that should be really careful. Yeah. Uh, and um, so we get to bless them. We get to uh, to bless them and receive from them, and to know to let them know that they are valued, and that we can um, take care of them. That we can be a nation that. Um, is prudent and and walks in wisdom and grace and love and doesn't have to go to an orphan mentality of there's not enough but just the opposite uh, sons and daughters who say there's more than enough yeah. and that that's I that was a long answer to a short question I'm sorry you know no no actually it's really good it's really good because I was out this morning on the hunt for TP and bleach for this older woman who really she's like mm-hmm. Pastor Debbie I went out and I couldn't find anything and I was like well. I said, I'll go out for you and I'll see if I can find something on Monday or Tuesday before I'm supposed to fly out on Wednesday to the East Coast. And so I said, I'll try to go see if I can. And if all else fails, I'll give you some of our supply, you know, because that's what I have. But she's like, no, I don't want it. So I was out. I found bleach for her, but I did not find toilet paper. So that's okay. I still have another day. And you know what? I We have a supply and that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to help those. Who's a love our neighbors? Exactly. She doesn't live next door to me, but she's a part of our church congregation, and so we do what we can. Um, so this brings me to one of the, your devotionals was the door of wonder, 
And in it, you talked about the door of fear, the door of uh, peace, and the door of ignorance. And in fact, you said in that devotional piece that as you were looking at that picture, that the door of fear was more inviting, actually, than the other doors. Can you kind of talk to me about that piece? Um, Because I think that that would really speak to people right now um, about what we're facing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was actually kind of a it's an allegorical chapter, uh, but it came out of a dream I had. Uh, I actually dreamed of these three doors and uh, kind of like a, a hindsight on high places type of dream uh, that I might someday expand on. Uh, I think you should. Let me just interject right here. <laughs> I think you should just, I was like reading it. So pause. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. But no, um, as I was reading that chapter, it is the last devotional chapter in your book. But yeah. as I was going through that, I was like, oh, I thought of Heinz feet on Heinz places. I really did. And I thought this is such a powerful message for, for the anybody, but really, um, and at any time, but especially now. So, okay, go ahead. Sorry. I picked back up. So it was a dream that no, you no, really no, had. No, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was this person, um, who wants to, um, travel on to the next place that, and she's going and she sees three lines in front of three large doors there they were in the dream just these ancient doors that looked very different and then you could uh, she could see um these plaques over them that said what they were and you know you would have to comply with what those things were to to go through those doors and the door of peace at first kind of scared her because it was guarded by these massive angels and from her viewpoint, it looked like they were um, kind of invasive and being very uh, not um, socially distant. You know, uh, they're right in, right in her and examining her, and she didn't want that. It was it was almost frightening to her, like saying, "Wait, why? Why do I have to change? Why do I have to do this?" And so she looked at the other doors, and uh, the fear door um, was. Uh, fascinating to her because um uh she could um it was it wasn't so much about becoming fear it was uh, uh seeing things from a perspective of uh not having to face what um was really in her heart so she could just kind of um uh give in to the the fears that um were already present and they were they the ones guarding it were not angels they were demonic uh were just like encouraging her to stay in the the fears that she'd grown up with that she had um the third one uh was an ignorance kind of thing where um the, in the dream they they put on uh earphones and and blinders kind of thing and the music just kind of droned out the world and you came into your own world and uh you, you didn't have to see anything or or deal with anything and one of the angels rescued her out of that in the, in this dream and i relate it in the book uh and brought her back and, and said that's that's not for her because they were trying to suck her into these worlds of um that just given to your deepest fears given given to the panic given to what the group think given to what everyone else is doing uh, but the angel was saying, there is so much more. Look at this. She looked more carefully at the piece, and she realized that they weren't hurting anybody. They were removing the chains that were there. Um, 
and they were removing the the wounds and things and uh removing they they weren't stealing from from her they were uh healing her and blessing her and by the time she goes to this line of angels who are removing chains and and healing wounds and binding her up um she feels the best she's ever felt in her life and then i woke up uh right you know, I'll, I'll, there's a there's the end to it but i'll let people read it yeah they need to read it don't don't give it all <laughs> yeah. away don't give it all yeah. away no <laughs> no um, uh, but it, it, it's a transition for anybody who reads it yeah yeah um and and that's really good i i just was really struck by that because i thought how often is it that fear is really more inviting than the other things that god is really calling us into right so that we stay yeah. in in position like you you mentioned the word transition a couple of times actually and that was actually my next question for you because the uh, first devotional in there is called the winds of change and um, i just recently released a podcast with madeline james about transition mm -hmm. and we actually recorded that at the end of last year and it just it just aired just recently but really talking about transition i'm a person that doesn't necessarily care for change or transition, but it's a necessary part of life. And yeah. in this um, yeah. devotional, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, people are like that, right? Things change all the time, and but transition yeah. is a normal part, and we don't want to get stuck in the hallway yeah. of that. Exactly. And that's, I think, what, what that um, the door to wonder was about. But in the Your Winds of Change, you were talking about living a life worthy of your calling. And so what... Yeah. Um, what does it mean, Rob, to live worthy? It is a great question. It's something I really went after for a long time because I, I did not judge myself as worthy enough. And I'm sure there's people listening who understand what I mean by that. You know, I, um, uh, my parents are awesome. They're, they're still awesome. Uh, but like, like anything else, you know, you, you pick up things as a, as a kid and this perception of I've got to work for acceptance. I've got to, I've got to perform uh, to be acceptable. Um, uh, and I went in the military as, as well. And of course, that is performance uh, as, a, as a cadet. And, um, and so you carry that forward with you into your relationship with God. And when I read Live a Life Worthy, to me, that is working for his acceptance working for his approval working uh endlessly and i'm judging myself you I, i'm sure everyone has done this at, at some point where you know you do something dumb, maybe if it's a mistake or an outright you know offense against somebody and then you're sorry about it and you put yourself in spiritual jail it's like well that was like a two-weeker so god's not gonna talk to me for two weeks and so you just take yourself out of relationship yeah that's that's not what that means you know i um where that chapter came from was um <laughs> you know some people you know for all your life and some people are just an hour and this, this is one of those guys that was just an hour i was closing up uh the office uh and um he pulled in and said i need to talk to someone I'm like okay all right um we went back inside everything was turned off uh that's kind of important to the story you know we i turned on a light of course but uh, the AC was off and all the systems were off and all that kind of stuff. So we're sitting at the uh, little conference table there. And this this man had a super high IQ. You could just tell he, he, he's a thinker. He's a, and it's 
anybody who um, functions like that uh, sometimes can have a hard time letting things go because it doesn't make sense. God doesn't always make sense. Uh, now, when we get there, I know it's all going to make sense in a, in a way. Um, but he was having a really hard time with certain things because God was trying to transition him to something bigger, something better, something more of him, more intimacy, more identity of who he was. I feel that. I can see that. Uh, but I also knew it was not my job to convince him of anything. This guy is too smart. I'm not going to like debate him into this. He's asking, is this real? And what he was asking about was, are miracles real? Yeah. Uh, he knew the Bible probably better than I did. Um, and I, I understand the, uh, you know, I have friends who are cessationist or whatever and, and all, all that. I, I don't debate it. I just want to live where I know he, he really is. I've seen miracles since I was a kid. Yeah. And um, so he's, he's sitting and he kind of, throws up emotionally on the table here and just spills his whole life and said, but there's got to be more, but this doesn't make sense. And I, you know, this, my church says this and, and this and this, and why doesn't God just bring him in like he did for Elijah? And um, suddenly something in my heart just leaped. And that's what we have to watch for. Even, even right now, in the middle of this virus and everything, watch for the heart leaps. Those moments where God's saying, this is an opportunity, whether it's just for you or for somebody else. I know you know that, what that feels like. I can feel it even now. And um, I said, he said, what do you mean? And I said, ask him, ask him for the win. And, you know, our, our AC ducts are uh, near the ceiling. Uh, so that the cold air uh, will fall down. Um, and they weren't on. And, uh, but I had him say, God, if you, if you really like that, would you, would you do that? And a wind started to come up from under the table. For about 10 minutes, it just blew more and more and more. It was just beautiful. It was like a spring wind. It smelled like spring. I love it. was it. the most wonderful. And he says, I, I can't believe it. What am I supposed to do? I said, enjoy it. Just let him talk to your heart. You're blessed. This is, you are a son. You get to be with your father. This isn't you trying to figure out the world, trying to make him uh, approve of you. You are worthy because he is worthy. This this come back to the end of the question was I can do nothing that way. My living worthy means agreeing with how he sees me. It's agreeing with who he wants to be for me right now. Right at that moment, for this man, he wanted to be a father who showed him a blessing, a miracle, a grace, and the wind. And somebody out there, you know, right now needs to feel that too. And so I, I know even recorded people can feel that wind right now. Yeah, they can. Um, it, it happens. Um, and, and then another way. So when I say live worthy, it is um, I need to realign my thinking. When I recognize that I'm in fear, I am in bitterness or whatever, it's not about me atoning for it. It's me aligning myself with how God talks, what he's saying to me, who he wants to be for me. When he says, Rob, I want to be loved for you right now. I, I already know him as love, but that means there's a deeper love available right now. He wants to show me something more. And that's the worthiness is um, this place he called, it's called us to. That's one of the things that should comfort us right now in all the middle of this worldwide thing, the pandemic, is that he knew and designed, we're all supposed to be here at this time. Mm-hmm. We, we were made for this moment. It is not a moment to cower. It's a moment to, at the very least, to bless the world with who who he has shown 
you are. We get to do that electronically, if nothing else, mm-hmm. um, or across the street and wave and, and say, you're amazing, we're gonna get through this and to encourage, or there's a piece of wisdom God's given you um, or, or whatever, but you are here for this moment for right now for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's gonna come out of that worth that Jesus has already paid for, that he wants to live with you uh, to the very fullest and, and yeah so that's what that is that's so good and I think and I think too just in light of everything you know I was um, when I was preaching on Sunday I, I I was going with the fear not thing but in the morning on Sunday God just said you know what let's not fixate on the fear not let's fixate right. on that this is the greatest right. hour for the church yeah exactly in this season and I yeah. was like okay and like it's shower time right it's just like when he downloads to me you know i mean that's when you get all your good ideas that's how you got the title for the book right yes in the shower in the shower but um and so i kind of was taking on like this is the this is the time for the church to awaken it's time for the church to rise up it's time for us to take our place and it's time for us to really begin to share the good news of the gospel and to be a blessing and to be an encouragement. And we may have to do it online, but we can stop posting all these fear-driven, oh, and now they're yes. doing this, and yep. now they're doing that. Instead, we can actually put out there declarations of Psalm uh, 91, yep. and we can put out there Isaiah 43, and yep. a lot of other Psalms that we could put out there where we can be being begin to speak life and truth to people yep. and let them experience the awe and wonder. Um, That's right. Lord. I want to, um, I want to ask you this question kind of as we end this episode um, about how we can grow in wonder. In fact, I know it's one of the devotionals in your book, mm-hmm. but practically when people are like, yes, I need to be more in awe of God and have wonder fill me more than fear. So what is something, um, Rob, that people can do practically? I mean, we're all right now supposed to be trapped in our homes and not like going out and talking to people and restaurants are closing all over the country and just different things like that. So how can we grow in our wonder so that fear gets pushed out and diminished in our life in this time? Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> and it's, it's one of the ways he speaks to me. You know, God um, talks to everyone a little bit differently because everyone does have a different personality. Uh, and there's a bunch of personality types. Um, I'm an introvert, introvert, feeler, perceiver kind of thing. Uh, somebody else that is more of a structured thinker, uh, you know, decision maker. They're going to hear him a little differently, and they're they're both valuable. They're both part of the body. Um, I know the places in my heart, my mind that I need to pay more attention to you already gave the key it's okay uh, i know if i focus on the fear that's what i'm going to grow in my head and that's all i'm going to hear but if i I, if i go to go get a coffee and go for a short drive uh, i know for me that's how i'm going to be able to quiet my heart and hear him somebody else it's a picture pops in your head someone else they are very musical and so hey i I keep hearing that song that's like the fourth time i've heard that song in two days what are you trying to say to me lord um you keep seeing the same number um a lot of people have been seeing the uh, the 222 or the 1111 and uh the fours and, and all that and um there's some corporate thing to that but there's also like the 1111 thing for me is a, is a certain scripture uh in hebrews that's very powerful to me 
and I know he keeps reminding me of that, of saying that we're going forward. We're, um, it's not like it was before, but we're, we're going to go forward. It's a good thing. Uh, so if there's a scripture that keeps coming back to you, a psalm, you just, I mean, I keep thinking about that number psalm. And so there's something there for you. I always go back, like if I'm kind of uh, in a fear-based mode for a, a little bit here, um, he'll he'll throw the number 18 at me. And I'll know, okay, that's Psalm 18. <laughs> and uh, he'll take it back where he says, I rescue you because I delight in you. And it re just restores me and says, okay, you love me. And I can restart right there. Everyone has a, has a reset. And that's such a, this is such a great season to find that reset. One of the, one of the really cool things right now uh, it doesn't seem like it, but it is. You get to find out what kind of relationship you have with them. Because if, if I'm totally, like, I keep going to fear, like, okay, wait a second. I, I need to let him deepen that relationship so that that's not what I keep going to. Um, there's things to deal with, absolutely. There's things to, to face and to to uh, approach in, in, in wisdom and, and logic, but um, I don't want to do it with fear. And so somebody out there is... Um, hearing uh, just a word repeated somebody else is getting a feeling uh some some people hear him through a feeling in their bodies even uh so i i i just find that place that he's calling you and let him talk to you let him bring peace to that point and i promise the wonder will just explode on its own yeah that's so good that's so good. Um, I'm going to give you a minute to think, um, you know, kind of, I want you to pray us out. I want you to kind of pray against this fear and that we would, that we would see the opportunity before us to really go deeper in the relationship with the Lord. Um, because I think right now that people are like, yeah, this is crazy. Why am I being fearful? Instead, I need to be filled with wonder. And so um, just kind of, can you just kind of pray us out of this episode uh, with that, leaving us with something as a lot of people are being quarantined in their homes? Yeah. Well, I love you because you love me first. I, I know that. I have the ability, I have, I have the capacity, I have the, um, the strength to love you and love others because you love me. I pray that everyone that that hears this, that watches this, uh, can experience your love in deeper and deeper ways. It doesn't matter if they've been with you for 50 years, that there is such a, a, a renewal of love and grace, of joy, of peace. And it is so great that it overflows to our families, to our friends, to people in grocery stores. Um, I pray that there's somebody walking past somebody who's panicked and just breathe, calm, it's okay. I bless everyone. It's not so much about casting out the fear as it is uh, displacing it with love and grace and joy. And I bless everyone that's listening and that's watching this with so much of your presence. There's no room for fear. There is no room for fear. Uh, fear of failing, fear of uh, there not being enough, uh, fear of loss, that there's just no room for them because they, uh, the reality that there's more than enough, the reality that there is joy all the time available, the reality that you have been given peace and it cannot be taken away, that those realities are exploding everywhere. It's just, it's just constant. It is real. It is tangible. It is translating to real life. Um, I just keep coming back to the Second Timothy scripture about just 
the admonition for all of us to stir up the gifts that have been given to us because we have not been given fear. We have been given power, love, and sound thinking, united hearts, sound minds, whole souls. We are whole people. Bless everyone in this uh, audience, Father, to have a, a whole soul, body, soul, mind, everything together, hearts, uh, that is just uh, totally, completely yours. I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for that, Rob. Could you um, let my uh, viewers and listeners know where can we connect with you? How can they get a copy of your book? Um, mm -hmm. Wonderful, but you have other devotionals as well. So how can they connect with you? How can they yeah. get your books? Yeah, the easiest thing to get the books is, is Amazon. That's where I've, I've uploaded them. Uh, the last name is C-O-S-C-I-A. Um, it's unique. So just put that in there, Rob Kasha, and it, the books will pop up. Uh, the I, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of thing too, but the most uh, I've been doing is Facebook um, regularly. And uh, I do kind of a devotional every day. I have a, um, you can find me on the same thing, uh, you know, COSCIA on Facebook. And I do have a, uh, a blog as well for people who just want to get it as an email every day. Uh, if you go to the uh, WordPress, um, it's called Monday Jesus. Um, I love that phrase. It's another one I got in the shower. Um, so it's, it, you know, because it's easy. It's usually easy to follow God on a Sunday. Yeah. But uh, I, need, I need Monday Jesus. Yes, that's good. I like that. And uh, today is actually May. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, everything, I, the, the bigger uh, devotionals I do on Facebook and everywhere else, all the main ones are on that devotional site, WordPress, Monday Jesus. And you can get those as an email. So. Okay. Wonderful. I think that's wonderful. Well, I just want to thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the Podcast. We're going to encourage you. you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. I'm Debbie Kitterman. If you were encouraged in any way, we would be honored if you would subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel. And we'd also ask that you would leave a review and uh, share it across your social media with your friends and your family to help us get the word out, not just about the Dare to Hear podcast, but also about Rob and what he's doing. And I just really want to speak that we have not been given a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, and that God has promised that we're to fear not. And so as we walk ourselves through this pandemic that's going on around the globe, that we would be filled with wonder and not fear, and that we would actually be people that dispense wonder and awe and love and the display the power of God everywhere we go in the light of what's happening around the world today. So again, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week on another episode of Dare to Hear the Podcast. Cause